Hello and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my private podcast, Braden's Besties. Did you know that I created a second podcast? It is exclusive only to members of the Braden's Besties Facebook group. If you have not already joined, go to www.bradensbesties.com where you can get signed up. Once you join the Facebook group, you will get access to a private podcast where I answer your questions from our Facebook group every single Monday. Episodes are five to 10 minutes long, super bite-sized, so you can dive in, get answers to the biggest questions you may have, and that's it, pretty straightforward. So go join the group, bradensbesties.com, and I will see you both here and over there on the Braden's Besties podcast. Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Unfuck Your Biz with Braden podcast. As always, this is your host, Braden, and on today's episode, We're going to chat about how legalities help protect your bank account. So in the past, I've spent a lot of time talking about legalities. We talk about the layers of protection, LLCs, insurance, contracts, you name it. We've talked about all these things in detail. Uh, We're now on episode 197. So if you missed any of these, you can go back and tune in for sure. But what I've kind of noticed recently is that we're always talking about these things, or I should say, I'm always talking about these things in a vacuum. So I talk about how an LLC helps protect your personal assets. I chat about how insurance can help um, defend you in the case of a lawsuit. I did a really, really phenomenal episode a couple months ago with my friend Carnez. He talked about all the different types of insurance you need. Go back and listen to that for sure if you haven't already listened to it. So that's just a couple of examples. What I've also noticed is that these are topics that people usually aren't that interested in. People seem to be a lot more interested in the tax and money topics, and I don't blame you. The reason why I think this is the case, and I'm mostly speculating, but I think I have it I think I have it pinned down is that a lot of the times these legal, like these areas of legal protection, so to speak, don't really feel that pressing, right? Taxes come up every year. We need to do bookkeeping. I mean, ideally we need to do bookkeeping on a monthly basis, but at a minimum, we got to do it once a year before we do our taxes, right? That's a must. People are terrified of the IRS. What is kind of surprising to me though, is that our fear of the IRS seems to like far outweigh the fear of any like legal repercussions that can come. This isn't something that I tend to harp on a lot because I don't like to teach you all or try to inspire action out of fear, right? We rather, we'd rather inspire action out of, you know, the things that we like want to do with our business, the revenue targets that we want to hit, all that kind of stuff. But we do have to plan for the worst. But this kind of got me thinking If we really think about it, these things all tie back to our financial goals. I'll expand on this in a second. But this, let me know, post in my Facebook group if you think I'm correct about this, send me a message on Instagram, I would love to get your thoughts. This is why I think a lot of these legal tasks kind of fall to the back of the to-do list. Sure, a lot of people, they know, like a lot of you know when you start your business, I gotta have a contract, you do that, 
And then maybe you've been talked into uh, insurance. Someone told you that you need to do that, but you don't really like get really into it. You don't go above and beyond the simple contract template that you've gotten. You don't do the LLC for quite a while. You don't think it's that important. So I sat down and I asked myself, okay, well, why should people, like, why should people really care, right? There's the obvious things, like you don't want to get sued and like lose your house, right? But a lot of us, you know, we might not have a house to, to lose. So we think that we are judgment proof, so to speak. And what I realized is that the reason we all should care about these things is because at the end of the day, it all comes down to our finances. So I'm going to give you some examples. Like, let's assume that we have a client problem. We have, I always say during the year of COVID, we're like still in that right now, but 2020 was really like the hellish year because the world shut down. We didn't have any vaccinations yet. Everything was shut down. So everyone in the wedding industry in particular had to deal with all kinds of cancellations. And I talked to, um, let's see, I know there was a wedding planner that went on judge duty from a client that was, I think, I don't know if she was the, I think she was the plaintiff. I can't remember, but a client who wanted their money back because they argued that the wedding planner was providing day of coordination. The event had to be canceled. She never provided the day of services, but she said, look, here are all the other things that I did. This is why you're not getting your money back. So there was that. Um, I personally had a consultation with someone who went through like a full on lawsuit with the client for a very, very similar situation, a different type of wedding vendor, but a similar situation. And then there's been numerous wedding professionals. I know that never ended up filing a lawsuit or had lawsuits filed against them, but certainly went through back and forth conversations with their clients. And what I've really noticed is that a lot of a lot of people are busier this year than ever because they're doing events that got rescheduled from last year. Plus they're doing the events that were originally scheduled this year. And those that I've talked to who are not busier than ever this year are planning to be busier than ever next year. Cause a lot of people like canceled and postponed from 2020 and rebooked in 2022 and beyond. So things are getting wild out there. Super, super busy. Um, and what I've noticed is that a lot of the more established business owners or the ones that really have their legalities dialed in, they seem to be doing pretty well. Like they, uh, like a couple of friends that I've talked to, they've told me, I'm not making a lot more money. Like I'm not making more money than I would in a normal year, but I'm making about the same amount of money and I am busier. And that was kind of the repercussions, their COVID cancellations. But I've talked to other people who said they're busier than ever and they're making less, like they're paying back loans that they had to get last year, paying off credit card debt that they accumulated. And this could be for a lot of reasons, right? If your business wasn't as well established, maybe you didn't have any business savings, you didn't have any personal savings. That's kind of one topic off on the side. But a lot of these individuals also didn't... Um, they didn't enforce their contracts or they didn't have contracts that really handled cancellations and postponements well. And so when I'm talking about now, these legalities help protect your bank account, this is kind of the crux of the issue is that if you don't have a contract that says, well, if you postpone for three years out, you have to pay me a new contract price or at a minimum, you have to pay me a postponement fee well, that's going to have major repercussions down the road because now you're going to be twice as busy without getting paid anymore that year. If you're allowing people to cancel and get money back, 
now you're going through a period of time where you're not providing any services. You're not getting any new clients because people are hesitant to book under the current climate and you're giving people money back. You're losing out on money. So many of the individuals who are having a tough time, that seems to have been a lot of what they went through last year. Whereas I've talked to other people who, like I mentioned, said, you know, I didn't really give any refunds last year, maybe like one client, but everyone else rescheduled some paid postponement fees. So I am busier, but financially doing okay. And that really is dependent on how solid your contract is, but also on how clearly you communicate with your clients, how well you set up expectations, lots of different variables. Let's say you get an email from a client and they say that they are going to sue you for whatever reason. They're unhappy with your services. They want money back. Uh, again, this comes down to your legality. So why should we care about your contract? Why should we care about having insurance in place, your LLC in place? Well, ultimately, at the end of the day, going to court is scary. That's anxiety inducing for sure. Uh, maybe just being in front of a judge, having to speak in front of people. Those are all things that we may not want to do. But the biggest concern for the majority of us is that we're going to have a judgment against us. And we're going to have to pay this person all kinds of money. And this is where I've come to kind of realize that a lot of these legal protections really serve to give us financial security. So similar example, someone sends us a cease and desist letter. Um, I've sent cease and desist letters. I've received them. Like I've seen bogus ones. I've seen valid ones. And a lot of the time a cease and desist letter, you can send it, you know, if someone is like has some sort of tortious behavior towards you that they shouldn't be doing. Maybe they're like defaming you across the internet and you send a cease and desist letter. But a more common and even more common example is if someone is using your business name. So it's like a trademark dispute, right? We don't want to receive cease and desist letters because they, again, they're, in, they're scary, they're anxiety inducing. But at the end of the day, the main concern is this person is going to ask me for a lot of money and that's going to impact my bottom line, right? It's financial security and insecurity that's the primary issue here. And this is why um, I'm now trying to encourage people that, you know, not only are a lot of these elements necessary, but they're going to be better for your peace of mind as well. If you have these protections in order, you're not going to be as uh, frightened if any of these things pop up. And eventually they will. It's just a part of business. So this is where our layers of protection come in. I've talked in the past about our legal layers of protection, contract, insurance, LLC, but we also have intellectual property layers of protection. So trademarks, copyrights, all of those things. Now, this podcast isn't intended for me to get deep into each of those niche issues. Like I mentioned, I have a lot of past episodes. You can go take a listen. Um, I'm going to be doing some more detailed information coming up in the coming episodes. So make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so that uh, you can get notified or it will automatically pop up in your podcast player when the new episodes come up. But uh, meanwhile, let me know what your thoughts were on this episode. Is this uh, ringing true for you? Do you find these things to be less of a priority for you? And if so, does this concept of, well, we need to have them to really protect the financial asset that is our business. Does that resonate? Let me know. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, make sure to share with all your friends, spread the word about the Unfuck Your Biz with Braden podcast. We are trying to give really great content every single week. Uh, leave a review if you feel inclined and I'll be back on the podcast for you next week. Have a good one. 
Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.